We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, welcome back to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. Myself, Mark Crossfield, Lou Stagner, and um, Greg Chalmers is back with us. He's coming in live from Australia. So he's like time travelled. You're a day ahead, aren't you, Greg? You're on Tuesday already. I, I am. I already Hang know on. what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he already knows the end yeah. of the story. We're going to be talking tonight about Rory McIlroy. What makes Rory McIlroy so good? What does he do so well that keeps him up at the top for a pretty lengthy career already? Should be a fun episode. So talking Rory McIlroy, guys, um, obviously Tiger Woods, Lou, is your number one. We know Greg Chalmers is your number two. Is Rory your number three? <laughs> no, he's not number three. He's not. Um, he's not your number he's three. Not, if he no. was he's not Ameri- even your top three. If he was American, would he be number three? No. What? No. No. So you so you hate on Rory, is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. If you don't love no. him, you hate him. I thought that was the exactly. new rules of That's golf. How it works. Yeah, exactly. Everything it's, is it, polarized. You're either yeah. love or hate. <laughs> you have two <laughs> options. <laughs> <laughs> so what That's makes Rory McElroy so good? We're gonna talk about it. Lou's obviously gonna has got some stats. First question, um, Greg, I think you've played with Rory, haven't you? So, yeah, we played the Australian Open final group. So it was a final group on a Sunday, me, him, and Jordan Spieth. Mm. Um, he and Jordan went on to win. Uh, I remember that. Rory, and I've seen him hit balls. I've seen him actually watch him do a clinic one time because I'd never seen him. And before I played with him, I watched him do a clinic. And it's as close to Tiger's skill level uh, without quite getting to it. It's as close as I've seen. Uh, Careful the there, Greg. Lou can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not quite as good, Lou, but it's close. Yeah. Um, you're talking about the greatest ever. Um, so he – look, I'd love to get into a little bit about um, some of the perceived weaknesses and if they are actually match up in the numbers. Like things like his wedge play always gets a bit of a mention as something proximity to the hole and things like that. From what I saw, it was wonderful. Um, I know he's been working with Faxon for a number of years on his putting and Faxon and I have spoken a little bit about – some of the stuff that he tried to free him up a little bit. Um, so yeah, he's 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 phenomenal. He hits it great. He drives it like it's. He's one of those guys too. Doesn't he look so natural? Like yeah, he just looks flows. like he's he's not. 
He flows. Yes. And it, like, like I was thinking the other day, I was thinking like Bryson looks like he's built that swing. Rory just looks like he's picked up a club and hits it. You know, like it's just very natural. So it's, a, it's fun to watch and, yeah, let's get into it. When you uh, when you watched Rory swing, was it like looking in a mirror for you? <laughs> I do I do like to say that. Yeah. Um, it, you know those mirrors that like distort everything, like yeah. one of those mirrors, <laughs> like, like a fun, squiggly. like the funhouse mirrors, <laughs> yeah, funhouse yes. mirror. That was definitely what I was looking at. And the only advantage I had is I'm like four inches tall, three inches taller than him. So even though he's killing me and he, and he hits it great, I do, I do get to look down. So that's the only positive I get out of it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he really is good. I mean, he plays at crazy speeds, doesn't he? Lou's going to present some stats, obviously. But, I mean, the things I see, because he's a poster boy for, obviously, PJ Tour um, when it comes to Instagram and, and what have you, which he should be. And certainly DP World Tour, if he plays those events, their feed's full of him, and rightly so, you know, to get him back in Europe playing is, is brilliant. Um, but we're talking like he seems to be coasting in the high 180s, mid-180 ball speeds, like coasting. We see posts of 192 ball speeds. Like, I mean, how far past you was he, Greg, when you played? Or, I mean, down in Oz, I guess you can get the chasers going where you might even it out a little bit. I don't know. What oh, I'm, a, I'm a lot longer in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, mate. exactly. Um, so <laughs> I pick up I pick up a little bit with the Coriolis effect, you know, the water going in different <laughs> Anyway, um he he there's a bunker i remember it was into the wind there's a bunker on this par five and it was 310 to carry and i i hit it short of the bunker because i can't with everything i've got yeah it was like 280 to reach it It was into a nice breeze he just blew it over it so i went driver three wood nine iron and he got he went driver iron in the middle of the green yeah um it was it's solid man it's long like he kept me by 40 like easy yeah it's interesting you say that greg i mean it is it i remember watching him I walk very closely with him um, in Turkey and I recite this story quite a lot, but he was in a fairway bunker. I can't remember. I measured it. I was, he was either 174 or 180 out, steep face. And I'm looking at that bunker thinking like, if I got within 20 yards of the green, that would be a pretty risky shot for me to take on. You know, I'm going to be in like a really hard nine or eight to try and get within 10 yards of that green. It a nine, threw it past the pin on the green. And at that point, I remember just thinking, yeah, yeah, I can't do that. Doesn't matter. Does I can't do that. Like you put me in that situation with a million shots. Don't have that shot because I don't have that speed. Right. So, um, interesting, I think, isn't it? That's kind of standout. How much further was he from Spieth? Was Spieth, was Spieth back with you or was Spieth in between you two? Spieth is a, at the time Spieth was a, in between us. Yes, yes correct. He, he blows it past. He, he, I mean, he's... Uh, look, from what I've heard and seen, he's definitely in the top handful or so. I'd love to know what the numbers are of lengthwise. Like when I, there's nobody that like maybe Bryson or uh, maybe some John Rahm. There aren't many that he, I'm sure he plays with and goes, okay, I can't get this guy. Yeah. Um, you know, so he, it's a full package. Like it seems, like, it always feels like to me, if he putts well and and wedges well, he's good to go. He's going to be competitive because he hits it awesome. Yeah, um, and that's why sometimes I think his fans get really frustrated because the expectation is just so high. Yes, um, and he won so early, so many, certainly majors, he won them early and people just want that count to continue, don't they? They, You know, if he's won right, that many at right. an early age, they think, well, why has he not won double that now? But we've talked about that in other pods, uh, Lou. So let's, should we go with some stats, Lou? We're just romanticising. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, I saw him. No, these are all facts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him hit this shot and it went over the moon. <laughs> far away. The best shot I've ever seen. Like We sound like a couple of caddies, don't we? Go on, give us some stats, Lou. Hit, give us. Stat hole. Give us the stat oh. hole. Come on. Yeah. What makes so him I, so I, good? I, I think the first thing we need to point out is he's not as good as Tiger. So we need to start oh, from that baseline. A little bit and he's not as mouth. good as Tiger. <laughs> Sorry. And he's Just, never even been remotely God. close to performing at the level Tiger has performed at oh, in his peak d- years. Dig that hole deeper, Lou. You have uh, just so. literally <laughs> lost every <laughs> every Rory fan is just just Listen, I'm a now. I'm a loose, Rory fan. Lou sleeps on a tiger pillow. Every yeah. <laughs> like, he's got his face. I, I so found nice. I found this website that so, that sells a Tiger Woods throw blanket, and I tried to tell my wife we need one of those <laughs> yeah. so I could snuggle up on the couch with it at night, and she has not allowed me to make this purchase. I'm li- um, liking the story. Your wife sounds like the wise one in your. She is absolutely no, no question. She knows hair. she knows where the biggest threat is to their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods throw blanket. Tiger Woods throw blanket. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, let's talk Rory. Rory said Rory is without a doubt um, one of the top two or three drivers of the golf ball probably ever to play the game. I mean, we we don't know the numbers from Jack or anyone else. You know, pre shot link. We don't have we don't have really good numbers pre two thousand four, um, but. Rory's unbelievable with a driver. And so what Greg saw and what Greg talked about is what makes is a huge reason Rory is Rory. And you know, showing up with distance every day, that's one thing that's that's typically there every single day, right? Yeah. You are typically going to he's not going to show up tomorrow and start hitting it, you know, 275 off the tee. He's going to throttle it out there every single time. And he hits it straight enough that um that distance is a massive advantage for him. He keeps it on the planet and hits, I don't know, 55 to 59% of his fairways typically throughout the course of the season. And so that he's gaining, you know, anywhere from three quarters of a shot to a little bit over a shot every round he plays because of his driver. So he, he gets, he gets a one shot advantage on the field every single time he tees it up just with his driver. A uh, phenomenal striker of the golf ball, um, and his putting has gotten a lot better. So putting used to be not, I wouldn't say his strength, but it's gotten manageable. And to let you know what that means, last year, what do you think his strokes gain putting rank was last season on the PGA Tour? No, I haven't got a I'll go with, I'm going to guess at top 50s. Oh, I don't know, Lou. That's a hard one. It's always good. I'm going to guess lower than it is, basically, because you're going to tell me it's higher. So I'm not even going to play your silly little game. Go on. What is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, um, the, I don't. Yeah, I hate that person at school. You know, they're yeah. sat there with a calculator yeah. and they go, oh, what's this plus this? And I think, oh, you know, you've got a calculator in front. That's not a game, yeah. is it? 
16th. He was 16th, 16th in putting last year. That's, yeah, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, it's great for him. That's Getting awesome. the ball is With his other well, attributes, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, he was top. He was uh, third off the tee, 14th at approach, 43rd around the green, 16th in putting, um, first overall in, in strokes gain total. Those are those are really good numbers. He's playing really, really well right now. Yeah. Probably the best he's ever played in his career at the moment. What's the lowest um, his putting's got to out of interest? Obviously, I won't hold you. You might not be, but how, how low has he got with his putting compared? To um, he's had some stinker seasons where, you know, his putting, you know, in, let's see, 2015, 16 season, he lost two tenths of a stroke per round with his putting. He was ranked 139th. Yeah. Um, not a very good year. The next year in 16, he was ranked 159th, lost three tenths of a stroke. Um, and since then, he's done at eh, 19. He was 122nd. So he's had some some lower seasons, um, but last few seasons he's he's uh, hitting it pretty well. So whatever Faxon is doing with him, Greg, he's he's uh, he's putting it pretty well these days. Yeah, I spoke to Fax a little bit about it, um, and you know, Fax is a big believer in constant motion. I think he got Rory when whether that's just tapping your feet, tapping the putter. And and not much time between looking and going, you know, yeah. looking down the line and then going, a little bit more um, athletic sort of freedom to it. And you can kind of see that. There's there's not a lot of – I think people who can stand over the ball for a long time and putt well, good luck. That's great. Well done. Cam Smith does it. But a lot of people standing over the ball and thinking doesn't help them. Um, and maybe he falls into that category. And I think Fax has just helped free it up. Um, I don't know much about technical changes. He didn't. We didn't get into that much, but a lot of it might have been just about attitude and, and tempo of everything that was going on. Um, I remember seeing a side on of his stroke at the because I kind of interested at the at the Open Championship this year, and it was very um, very up on the above the equator of the ball like through impact. It was yeah. really interesting. I'd love to see you know that at on a on a quintic or something else just to, if he, if he, uh, if we had a chance one day. But uh, other than that. Um, a good job. I mean, got to be really frustrating. You hit it as good as him, and you're ranking 130 odd. He must just burn an edges all day. It's very annoying, I'd imagine. So to get it in the top 16 in strokes gains a great effort. Yeah, totally. And that's what the audience do see, and that leads to lots of the frustration that you hinted at there and earlier with Rory, isn't it? Um, you know, to watch him play so well and be so dominant in certain parts of the game, and then see the ball burning the hole each time. And regardless what his stats are saying at the time, as in they could even be good at that time, that's still frustrating to watch. And it's also on the back of, obviously, Tiger's success, where we were so used to him in situation making that crazy entertaining putt, didn't we? We got so used right. to our best player being able to do what I would call, for me, almost like the Roger Federer thing, you know, like... He's on his back foot. He's on his back foot. Oh my god, he's it a winner! Like only rot. Like where do they come from? And that's why you watch those kind of players because you you know you're looking for those amazing situation based recovery shots or 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 you know wins in situation. Where with Rory for a time it did feel like you know he's putting himself in positions all the time and then just having a little bit of a mm. like not finishing off. That's what it feels like. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is That's because you li- you're listening to the announcers. Right? No, I he's don't listen. Of, his, I don't listen to the announcers. Um, his career win rate is, you know, what, no, roughly ten percent. I think you've missed my point there. I'm not saying that's what I felt. I'm saying that's what the yeah. audience felt. So we could go on Twitter now, and they'll tell you that now. So that you can't deny that was a feeling from the audience. Do you not think that was a feeling from the audience? Oh, it was, but yeah. it wasn't a. It's not a valid one. The guy, he's won twenty three out of two hundred and twenty one no, 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 tournaments. No, 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 no. Hang on. So you're so ten point four percent win rate. No, that's no. pretty good. <laughs> you, Lou, has just said that what you're feeling is not valid. It's not, <laughs> regardless if it's valid or not. They're still feeling it, bro. Yeah, but they, they shouldn't be allowed so, to. We we're should talking stop about that. it. We should have numbers based. Your feelings should be based on the numbers. I'm feeling upset. You're not allowed to feel upset. Yeah, but I. The stats say you shouldn't be upset. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, so people aren't allowed to feel like they're feeling. I get what you're saying, Lou. I'm not you, but let people feel. Come on. You've got to allow people to feel stuff. No. I've just cut my hand. It hurts. Nope. Sorry, Lou. It doesn't. Doesn't hurt. This isn't blood gushing from my hand. He's got his win rate is unbelievable. So, Let's talk about yeah. his win rate. You brought win rate. Yeah. Up there. I like win rate chats. Let's talk about his win rate. What is his win rate? Because this is quite an in- interesting discussion for people listening when it comes to talking about uh, greatest of all times, and you know, because people use a major count as a greatest of all time. But I do like the win rate ideas more personally. Um, talk to us about his win rate. What's his win rate? Uh, 10, if you, re- he played one event as an amateur. Uh, if you remove that, it's 10.5%. If you leave it in, it's 10.4%. So yeah. he's winning over 10% of the time, which is incredible. Yeah. So who does that put him in the ballpark of in history? You know, do we know, obviously I'm putting you on the spot there. Is that, um, I'm guessing that Nicholas's was like 13%. Did I read somewhere? Yeah, but that's probably not fair, right? You, you probably don't want to, because Jack played so many tournaments, you know, through, you know, him being 50 years old, 58 years old, you know, he, he played a bunch of PGA tour events through his fifties. So I think a fair way to look at Jack's win rate would be to look at Jack's win rate through his peak years, Okay, you know, from when he came on tour through, you know, his mid to late thirties. I think that would be a, a fair way. I don't have it in front of me. I could, I could get to it, it. Guess pretty quickly. Yeah. Why don't you, get, I have no idea what it would be. Why don't you I get mean, to that? Why don't you get to that? Greg, <clears throat> 10.5% win rate. I mean, that is, uh, that's ridiculous, isn't it? That's so good in the fields oh, that he's playing is that's just m- out there. Mark, it? I saw a, I, I saw a tweet yesterday though, of some stats and he had uh, 16 starts since the masters. He's won three times. And I'm looking here, other than the three wins, he's like second, fifth, fifth, third, eighth, two, four, four, four. Like a bunch of top fives. Yeah. Um, one missed cut. I don't know what happened that week. Um, <laughs> it's just like the worst finish was 19th yeah. in 16 events uh, other than the missed cut. I mean, it's just high quality stuff. And that's how you have a 10% win rate 
is because that's extremely good. Is where he's in contention, what forty percent of the time or something? Like yeah, he's yeah, around yeah. it all yeah. the time. It's going to fall in your lap at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Off the top of your head, incredible. obviously, because win rate's a bit of an abstract one, and I didn't even really know this until Lou and Scott uh, in season one of the podcast talked about win rates. Really, I never even thought about it this way that much. Would you? Who would you guess has win rates in the ten percent out of? You know, years gone by, people that we know. Who, who's going to be up there? Ten uh, percent. Not holding uh, you to know it, this. Like, I'm not judging you because I can't yeah, answer yeah. it. It's a tough one. But do you see what I mean? Who are we putting him up with for a ten percent win rate? Because Tiger was like I twenty would... something, twenty three or whatever percent. To put it into context of why Lou wants these rugs and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. What, so per, what, per, what if we kept it? If yeah, if we kept it in the same sort of theme Lou was talking about, like pre forty years old, yeah, I'd have to say Jack has has got to be in that realm. I reckon Jack's um, a I bit higher. Know. I reckon Jack's higher in his prime. Yes. Okay. What about All Watson? Right. Yeah. What would Watson's win rate be off the top of our heads? And what would oh, Faldo's wow. win rate? What about Norman's win rate? Like just to put it in yeah. perspective, like how much higher is uh, Rory at the moment than these names that we will class and should rightly class as absolute greats. Um, oh, I think oh, I'm going to go out and let yeah. Watson was 9.2%. 9.2 for I've Watson. <laughs> and I'll go with, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm very precise with what my about, What about Greg? The, the other oh, great think- Greg. You know, including worldwide, right? Because he's won over 100 worldwide. Yeah, win rate. Just- oh, wow. Win rate. Okay. I think Shark at his peak was phenomenal. I'd say I'm going to give Shark over 10. I'll give him 10.3. Okay. Um, we might not have time to check these or do, but Lou might. Um, win rates for Nicholas Lou. Did you do that? I just did a quick, uh, quick yeah. uh, Nicholas at his peak, his first 15 years, and it was uh, just uh, just under 21%. Wow. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's solid. What, what was my what was my win rate, Lou? What am I at? Um, Why are you laughing? Pretty you're, good. You're 100% you, with you, me, Greg. You you're played, always winning. Every time yeah, you tweet, you win. You're a winner. Does winning at life count? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, would, I would say your win rate overall, Greg, was what, like a third of a percent? <laughs> Like you played what three hundred and fifty events, maybe. Uh, I don't know. What you, uh, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, like worldwide, seven hundred and twenty, and I've won eleven times. Yeah, twenty-one percent. That's um, let's go in some. I mean, that's up there in the tiger realms, isn't it? Lou's just working on some others. Watson and Greg Norman. Does that have interest? I just think it's interesting to put it into context, Greg, isn't it? As in, you know, you say ten percent win rate. That doesn't really mean anything if you're not comparing it to what you, you know, your other greats in your mind are doing i mean jack up there 21 in his prime does put it into perspective of how good he was doesn't it because uh, tiger like oh. i say was up at 23 or whatever he was it's, it, it, it highlights how hard it is to win yeah. um and uh you know personally i'm at 0.0003 i think is my win rate as Luke <laughs> pointed out so i was more about participation I was about quantity, not quality. You're contributing uh, to those. The percentages we're just about to give, though, are certainly great. You're, you're contributing to them in some way, I've, aren't you? They, I, by well, by politely you. not beating them. <laughs> right. <laughs> thank you. I'm providing a service. They've got to beat somebody. Exactly. 
exactly. It might as well be me. <laughs> exactly. If win rate was 100%, it would be worthless, wouldn't it? So you guys are there to help them feel better. Yeah. Someone's got to feel the feel. <laughs> You, uh, so Greg, officially, your you your win rate was point two one two percent. Oh, it's got lower. Uh, it's yeah. got bloody lower when lower. he did the. But why you would did. you check that? Let's just keep it at what it was. You're so nasty yeah. tonight, Luke. But you, uh, you want you um, finished in the top ten five percent of the time, which is really solid. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Did I really? Yeah. Yeah, twenty four top tens out of four seventy one. So five point actually, yeah, five point one percent of the time. It's and, really good, and that's it's why really you're good. that's why you're his number two, Greg. But that's why you're the <laughs> the scout, second that's greatest of all time. <laughs> the scout. <laughs> what about Greg then? Did you do Greg Norman? Yeah, him and him and Watson were, you know, in that six to seven percent range, just kind of roughly looking at it, somewhere around there. And that's just PGA Tour. I know Norman played you know, all around the world and won a ton, but that's just PGA Tour. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, that puts and, it into perspective. And and but again, they, they played so many events past their prime that I didn't take time to to yeah. whittle those down because Rory, seventeen years from now, Rory's win rate's going to be lower Dropper. because he's yeah. going to have played. A mess of tournaments through his late forties, and he's not going to win as many of those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So basically, if we're going to break it down to why Rory was so good, um, it's it's a number of reasons. One, it's because Greg Chalmers. (laughs) <laughs> he got he beat me yeah number one <laughs> and his friends and two really his driving is the weapon that sets everything up to then fall into place is that fair to say it's his driving that's just giving him that you know if we're gonna do a race he's starting a meter in front of me on 100 meters or four meters yeah in front he's of me one of the best drivers yeah, he's one of the best drivers of the golf ball of of all time. So it's such a huge advantage to have that length and be able to keep it in play. Yeah, that he just has such a a, a, a head start on the field every time he tees it up. What's his What's his weakest part? Do you think? Like, if you're, not that it's what you call a weakness, but for any compared to his peers, but what would you say if he had an area he could gain something? What would he uh, have to? Improve? I think it. Probably, you know, historically would be his putting. Like if you look at some of his putting numbers from in the past, they weren't all that great and they are so much better now, which is why, you know, he was 16th in putting last year and he is right now, this is the best he's ever played statistically. Um, he's at his peak at the moment. And, I, and you know, Rory ranking 16th in putting last year and putting really well, you know, this year, even though he only has a few rounds in this season under his belt. Um that's why he's at his peak because of his putting. You know, if if he were to go back and 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 you know losing three tenths of a shot per round, he'd go from you know strokes gain total of two point one down to you know one point four, one point five. Still really good. Still very elite. Still going to win a bunch of events. But you know he is playing extremely well right now. Putting is a big part of that. And and whatever I say here, you're not allowed to feel anything about it. These are just numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you watch golf, if you have any feelings, lose coming knocking. <laughs> He's literally coming knocking, isn't he? He's literally going, uh, excuse me, did you just feel like that was a good shot? Because if you felt like that was a good shot, I'm going to show you these numbers, and it wasn't. 
He's like a troll by calculator, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's going to be knocking on your door wrapped in a Tiger Woods blanket <laughs> that he hides from his wife. Yeah, that's such a weapon, isn't it? That's what we need. So, it, I mean, yeah. As well, just to finish there, I guess like that could last, couldn't it? There's no reason why that his driving distance couldn't just last, is it? You know, apart from him, obviously when he gets older, it'll regress. But he, he's got a little bit in the bank over kind of stuff. Um, so hopefully that means we've got a lot of Rory for um, a lot many more years. And then uh, we can all not feel happy about that because we're not allowed <laughs> to feel anything. There we go. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. That is why um, Rory McIlroy is so good. I think we all kind of knew that, but just interesting to get the numbers to put that context on and also interesting to learn that we're now not allowed to feel anything in golf um, and <laughs> it is all to do with calculators thanks for listening um, and we'll catch you in the next podcast <laughs>